CBS Sports Radio 650 and on 95.7 HD3 KIKK Pasadena, KKHH HD3 Houston, a radio.com station. Helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Back again with another brand new episode. Danielle, we had a really busy past week. It was a busy weekend. Like, yes. Insane. So, St. Patrick's Day was last Wednesday in the middle of the week. We both kind of did some celebrating the weekend before, but yours wasn't necessarily for St. Patrick's Day. No, one of my best friends is getting married. So, we went to Miami and we. Partied. Bachelorette party. And she's from Louisiana as well. So it was a bunch of Louisiana girls. And if people like know about Louisiana people, we just like, we throw it down. I mean, we leave it all on on the field. Like Uh we just, I mean, when we were flying home, she kept looking at me and she was like, how much longer until we get home? And I was like, Like I'm going to die. Yeah, yeah. She was dying. I was dying. But we had the best time in Miami. In true Danielle fashion, I texted her and was like, you need your bed in an Advil. And she was like, no, I need soup dumplings. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, though, I was like, on the way home, I was telling my friend Mary Michael, the bride, I was like, oh my gosh, all I want right now is my bed and soup dumplings. And she was like, what, where are those? I need those right now. Like, where did those come from? That's like the most hangry Houstonian thing I've ever heard is soup dumplings. So I've been, Danielle, dying to hear about this all week. What was your favorite part about Miami? Oh my goodness. There's so many different places that we went and stuff, but we rented a bus one day Mm -hmm. and basically went like sightseeing throughout Miami and it was an open air bus so it didn't have a top and so we were blasting music it was BYOB and so you know we were passing by different like construction workers and stuff point at them and they they cheer for us and stuff and people like walking along the sidewalk they're all cheering they couldn't even they couldn't get their phones out fast enough right to video us so we had the best time doing that, and then we had the pool party and had our like our own cabana and stuff. And then also like one night we had a Havana Nights night. Oh, yes, yeah. We went to a restaurant called El Toucan, and they Amazing. have like a show plus dinner. So it was, it was a lot of fun. It was nice. just oh my gosh, your so pictures much fun. looked amazing. Yes, like so much fun. I'm so excited about it. And for anyone who's listening and wondering, yes, Danielle's fully vaccinated and ready to face the world. So. I know. I was kind of wondering if people would say anything to me, but fully vaccinated. Yes, indeed. And I already have the antibodies as well. So, yeah, I think a lot of people now are when you go out in public, they're a little bit more like, what's the word? Yeah, like easygoing about it because more and more people are getting vaccinated. And since the one year mark of COVID, I also think everyone just wants to get out of the house. Oh, absolutely. Well, and also this this bride, Mary Michael, her bachelorette trip was supposed to be last year this week oh. and the wedding was supposed to be in June. So she, she deserves Stop. it. She deserved a whole, like a blowout trip. So that's what she definitely she really got. does. Yeah. So she waited an entire year. So this past weekend I stayed in Texas. I was in Dallas Okay. for my best friend Alexa's birthday, which is almost always around St. Patrick's day. So I usually go celebrate with her and you know, Texas just lifted the mask mandate and all these things. And it was, wild. I also have the antibodies. I just got my blood test back. So I knew I was safe, but it was the first time since pre COVID that I was able to get into a bar without my mask accidentally, by the way, like I had it around my ear, like normal. And I hadn't like swiped it over and I walked in and was like, Whoa, (laughs) what just happened? It's like a whole new world. Yeah. I mean, it's like, welcome back, you know, so welcome back to the world. So yes, 
For those of you who are getting ready to get back out into the world and you're missing date night, Danielle and I are here to help you get back out there and back out to some good restaurants. Don't just go back to all your usual places that you check out every week because that's boring. Yeah, I feel like, you know, since we've started this show, we've been under COVID restrictions and yeah. now it's starting to open back up. So people are going to have a little bit more freedom to feel more comfortable in places that they go. Hopefully, if you know, if you're vaccinated and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. So if you're getting ready to get back out there, we have three brand new date night spots starting with a restaurant bar slash tapas wine bar called Roots. Okay. Roots is brand new in the East Downtown area. And if you like wine, this is a great place for you. So basically they give you a card Mm -hmm. and you swipe your card and you fill up your glass and it like tracks it on your card on like um, how much wine like you poured and this and that. So it's kind of like a Dave and Buster's, you know, swipe the card kind of mentality. (laughs) And you put a certain amount of money, I guess, on the card and you swipe it and there you go. Oh my God, that's hysterical. That's so fun. So I thought this was a great date night spot, especially because it's new and there's, you know, there's some different food items and stuff like some crawfish balls, fried oysters. They have a PB&J ice cream. Nice. Interesting, right? And so I thought this was like a fun, cool date night spot, you know, in East downtown area. What a cool concept, too. I feel like all these concepts are coming out right now of more interactive places that are not just your usual sit down restaurants. Like, how fun would it be to be able to try all these different wines and just swipe your card? Well, and then I also like, I mean, I love wine, but I don't necessarily want to stick to, you know, commitment is like when you buy a bottle of wine, it's a commitment, right? Yes. So if you're able to just like have a pour of this wine, then you're like, oh, maybe I want to try some bubbles. Maybe next I want to try some rosé. You're not, you know, committed to one bottle of wine. So that makes it it a lot of fun. And and yeah, like you said, restaurants are having to up the ante because it's getting so competitive in the industry. And I love when restaurants get creative like this. And also they have a great patio. It's a really good atmosphere in there. You know what I'm picturing, which is like so unclassy, don't do this. But when they give you the option to pour your own, like the five-year-old in me wants to do the thing. You know when you go to McDonald's and oh, you, you get- try all of them? <laughs> yeah, and one, you take one single cup and you go, and you get a squirt of every single soda in it. I yeah, feel I don't like, know how that would work with wine, though. It would just be like a sangria, I feel. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> just a that's bunch true. of different wines. Yeah. Be like, do you have any juice in the back we could throw in here? Exactly. Yeah, That's not hey, classy. Hey, Don't do if that. If anybody tries date. it, let us know. That's like a second date type deal, but fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's our second spot? Okay, so our second date night spot is going to be a more casual spot. It just opened up off of Washington. It's called Cook Shack, the Cook Shack. So I learned about this restaurant when the winter storm was happening. Okay. And it was one of the restaurants... In that area, that was open, and some of my friends were like, Danielle, this place has amazing fried chicken. You've got to try it. Yeah. And I was like, fried chicken? Like, say less. Like, let's do let's this. Let's go. So this place is not going to be, like, super fancy or anything, but it's, like, a fun, you know, either lunch or date night if you're, like, get wanted something casual. But the fried chicken is so good. Also, they have, like, the chicken and waffles thing going on. And then they have, like, ice cream sandwiches, butterscotch ice cream mm-hmm. sandwiches. Yum. So, yeah. So, again, I love telling you all places that are, like, really nice, super, like, quote-unquote datey, but then also, like, restaurants that are more low-key because I feel as if – Right now, it's like, do you want to always go to, on a first date, to like a super nice restaurant or do you want something more low-key where you can be like, hey, let's go eat some fried chicken. Like, who doesn't like a girl that wants to eat a bunch of fried chicken, right? (laughs) Exactly. No, you're really good, Miss Hinker Houstonian, at giving us all kinds of different date night places because I think it really depends on 
the guy or the girl yeah. too that's taking you out that they kind of set the scene right of what their personality is you pick a spot that matches you whether you're gonna take them bowling or take them to a nice restaurant a seafood restaurant having these different options is nice because there's only so many times you can go on a first date to like Olive Garden, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So maybe the Cook Shack might be like your third or fourth date. Yeah, no, that sounds really fun. I like that a lot. Okay, last and final date night spot. Third spot is a new taco restaurant that just opened up off Washington called Pacific Coast Tacos. This place has been in the works for like almost, I don't know, I feel like it's been in the works for like two years now. But I am so excited that they're finally open. I mean, hey, more taco joints in Houston. I'm here for it. I feel like places are popping up all the time. But if they want to enter into the taco game, that's fine by me. They have amazing Mexican street corn. I actually got I tried their Mexican street corn the other day, which I love Mexican. Have you ever had that before? What's in Mexican street corn? So it's like corn? that cojita cheese. It almost kind of looks like uh, feta cheese that's okay. sprinkled on top. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so, so good. And then they have, of course, they have like, you know, your beef fajitas and stuff like that. And then they have like an octopus taco and then fish taco, shrimp taco, stuff like that. So really cool atmosphere in there. Again, it's it's one of those spots that maybe it's like a third or fourth, like, hey, like, let's grab a quick bite here and then maybe go to Roots afterwards. Right. So um, just wanted to give options like that. Like, what does Mexican corn taste like? Because I know I've seen it, but I'm not really sure I've ever sat down and eaten Mexican corn. Um, So I know that you like cheese. I love so, cheese. Yeah, I mean, it's just like corn with just like cojita cheese. It's like kind of a, has like a little bit of saltiness to it, but it's not like a super okay. intense flavor. It's not like a blue cheese or anything like okay, that. Okay, okay. It's just like a kind of a, a soft, salty, cheesy flavor on top of the corn. I yeah. mean, I love it. It's really, really popular. Some Mexican corns will have like, they might pour like a little bit like this like mayo base on top of it. I've seen that, um, yeah. Yeah, but this, they, they're they just sprinkling the cheese on top. Okay. Yeah. You know, I feel like when people hear, oh, another taco place, like, yes, granted, we have a lot of taco places here in Houston, but I find that they're all different. Like when I go to Velvet Taco, Torchy's Tacos, and I'm assuming this new place, not any one of those tacos tastes similar to me. Like Torchy's has a very specific Torchy's Tacos. You know what I mean? No, for sure. So I love that when all these new places open up, date night idea, go get a taco what is it called? Pacific? Pacific Coast Tacos. You know, and, and also maybe a fun date night idea would be, hey, let's grab one taco at Pacific Coast. Then let's go the to words, Velvet. Right then let's go to mouth. Taco Deli. You know, I think that, I mean, hey, that sounds That's like fun to me. That's literally what I was me. just saying. Like, yeah. you just took the words right out. You're, we're twins. Like, we have telepathy. That's like, literally, <laughs> I was like, what, what was it, Pacific? You got to get one from Pacific, one from Torchies, one from Velvet. How fun would that be? And do a blind taste test. God, Danielle, her, we just have the exact same mind. I swear to God. Or do like a taco tour. Right? Yeah. Like, Hop just- in my car. Let's go try margaritas and tacos and queso at all the places. Like, honestly, that is an amazing date night. Because then there's an activity that's literally built in to your meal. I mean, we're just giving you guys all of the date ideas. You're I mean, welcome. You don't even have to plan anything. You could take these ideas from I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry and then pass them off as your own. We don't care. Take it. Be like, <laughs> yeah, I came up with this. I was just laying in bed thinking about you, baby. And I was like, you know what she'd like to do? tour of the tacos okay now danielle may have gone on a bachelorette trip this weekend but we are going to do a bachelorette staycation right here in houston coming up after the break from date night to must try restaurants it's a show all about houston food and nightlife i'm sorry for what i said when i was hangry Hey, it's Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois, the Hangry Girls, and I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. And big news, if you're new to the show, 
I got engaged around Christmas time. Yay! I'm very excited about it. And Danielle last weekend went on another bachelorette trip for one of her friends. Yeah, we went to Miami and it was a wild time. It was Let's a Let's just lit. say that. So, yeah, my mom kept texting me. She was like, just just checking in. And I was like, yep, yep, I'm we're alive. still alive. We're so, still alive. you know, it was such a fun time. But, you know, Miami, man, they people can party, party in Miami, but we're a bunch of Louisiana girls and we can definitely Hold meet their own. standards of partying as well. So. so my sister's getting married, my older sister, in a little less than, well, actually, she's getting married probably in a year. She had to postpone her wedding, which yeah. is really sucky, but obviously COVID happens. So we're having her bachelorette still within a little bit less than a month in April, and we're doing it in Scottsdale. So now we have all these bachelorettes going on. Danielle and I are definitely going to plan one here in Houston, because I think for my bachelorette, we might travel to either Miami or maybe Nashville. Yeah. Just somewhere, because hopefully COVID will be done by then. Knock on wood. We're all going to get vaccinated, put it out into the universe. (sighs) But we're definitely going to do a Houston bachelorette. And I want you to think right now about everyone in your life who's engaged who's going to get engaged or who wants to attend a bachelorette party. Who doesn't want to attend a bachelorette party? Oh, I mean, I was thinking about this weekend, like how fun bachelorette trips are. I mean, they're it's so, so fun. fun. Yes. So if you guys are thinking about a destination for your bachelorette party, why not have one in Houston? Whether you yourself want to have one in Houston or you have a friend from out of town who just got engaged and you want to bring them here to Houston for a little bachelorette party. Houston is a great place to do it. Texas in general is just a beautiful place to have a bachelorette party. Austin. Austin. But think about how many cool bars have opened up just here in Houston. Yeah, absolutely. So when people come from out of town, I mean, they love checking out Electric Feel Good, that new Wonder Bar. I mean, there's bars here that really aren't like any other bars around the world. So Danielle is going to help us plan a Houston bachelorette party today. So I have three different options that are kind of tailored towards things that Jesse likes. But I really think that in in every city, say you want to do a bachelorette trip in Nashville, these are options that I know that you could probably find in whatever city, whether it's Scottsdale or Miami. But I thought that Jesse would like these different ideas. So I'm so excited. (laughs) My first idea comes from last weekend because we did a open air tour bus yeah. and we toured around the city and it was BYOB and we could play our own music. They had a guy that was the DJ, right, right. but like we had a, um, a playlist and so you could like add songs to the playlist. So I went online and looked up a few different places that had these, uh, these open air buses and stuff. There's one place called Cool Bus Houston. There's, if you just do like a quick Google search, there are a ton ton of different rentals of places that are doing the exact with the party buses that are doing the exact same thing i love that so fun honestly you can either hop around to different bars and stuff as well like get off of you know get off the bus or like us we stayed on the bus the entire time it was just so much fun but i think in whatever city that you're in because you're typically going to go to a city that like you're not familiar with so what better way to get to know the city and like go around it then on a bus and you're you know having fun with your girlfriends and drinking and and listening to good music see I love first of all I feel like the bus tours are such a staple like that's classic for bachelorette parties and bachelor parties really but you gotta do one of those tours and if I were you I wouldn't even want to leave the bus because you want to stay with your girlfriends anyways like you want to stay with your crowd so I don't want to go get danced on in a bar I want someone to drive my butt around so I can see the bars, but drink with my friends. 
you know, when they told me about the, the it's called the rumba bus, I was like, oh, yeah, that'll be fun to, like, get off the bus and, like, go into bars and stuff. And then once we started to get going on the bus, I was like, I don't want to get off. There's I'm no having way. so much fun. I don't need to talk to anybody else. Well, what, do you got to go and listen to some other DJ's music or you want to do your own playlist? Exactly. <laughs> we had the best time. Definitely recommend doing that. And again, if y'all just do like a quick Google search, then a ton of little, a ton of companies will, will pop up. Second option is a splash painting wine. But again, it's another thing like a wine night yeah. where you can go paint and drink wine and stuff. You've seen stuff like that. Right. And especially like if, Jesse, if you do like your back, your main bachelorette trip in Miami or Nashville, I figured maybe you'd want to do something a little bit more low key in Houston one night or something. So that's an option for you. Of course, there's, you know, going out to bars and stuff like that. But I figured I'd give you some other options than just going out to like nightclubs and stuff. Well, usually, and I don't know if you guys did this in Miami because Miami, Miami. But usually there's in a bachelorette party at least one night in with the girls. So we did one night in and we had a chef come mm-hmm. in. Yes. Yeah, so we did a pool party throughout the day and then one and then our night in and we had a chef come in, which again, you can do that in every city. A quick Google search of, you know, local chef will have you a, t- a huge list. So the splash painting party I thought was really fun. You can get drunk with your girlfriends and paint pictures and think you're Picasso. <laughs> Which we all would after like two glasses yeah. of wine. We'd be like, oh, look at my painting. Exactly. They're going to be like, here, Jesse, this is your wedding gift. Frame it. <laughs> can Frame you it, why don't you? But then you would have a nice like memory to take home. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I did one of those for my birthday party years ago like a few years ago and uh-huh. I thought it was a lot of fun you have your same you all your girlfriends like in the same room and stuff so I had a blast with it so thought that was a fun idea third idea is well if y'all know Jesse Jesse has a background in dance she's mm-hmm. a big dancer so I thought it would be fun to do like a dance class with your girls okay dance class like pole dance yes. class yes yes uh- Yes. So I would really like to convince my sister to do this. She's not that type of girl at all. Like I had to text her and say, can I get you to wear a crown for your bachelorette? And she said no. Oh. So I knew the chances of me getting her to go pole dancing were like slim to none. But on a personal note, I would do it any single day because it's a workout. Yeah. See, I'm the complete opposite. Like that gives me anxiety. I'm like, I would never do a pole dancing class because I just know that I wouldn't be good at it. And so I'm like, yeah, but that's not the point to be good. Like, I feel like everyone's going to suck at pole dancing unless I don't want to have some experience in that. Yeah. See, well, I'm not going to like throw myself around a pole unless I have way too many cocktails. Right. You'll need some shots before you go. No, that would be a really funny thing just to do with your girls, especially on one of the first nights. If you have one of those bridal parties that they all don't know each other yeah that would be a great break the ice kind of thing definitely or like you know say you go out the first night that's kind of how what we did in Miami went out the first night had this big dinner and then Saturday morning we actually went to a drag brunch which <gasps> there's drag brunches of course in Houston they have Matt Bohem and then also at Hamburger Mary's which I thought about putting on but I was like drag brunches I feel like are such you know that's a typical bachelorette. Yes, thing. of course. But if you wanted to do instead of a drag brunch, the dance, maybe that's a good like Saturday morning or like Sunday morning yeah. activity kind of thing. But I personally 
loved drag brunch. The one in Miami went to um, Palace. Oh my God, I saw on, your snaps of oh them. Oh my gosh, so freaking fun. So fun. Yes, and also our server was the hottest guy in the- Really? Like, so hot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And so I then was like trying to be nice to him. I was like, hey, anytime you come to Texas, I was like, we got you. Did Hit me up. Yeah, I was like, hey, like add me on Instagram and Did stuff. He? Yeah, he added me and then he messaged me and was like, hey, it was so nice to meet you. I'll let you know like about my road trip that he was like telling me about how he's going to like come through Texas and stuff. And I was like, I, li- I will totally like, you know, help him out and stuff. I mean, not anything more than that, but like, you know. yeah, right. No, 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 I'm serious. Like he was like, yeah, I'm from Midwest and stuff. Yeah, he's from Michigan. I was like, hey. oh my gosh. I was like, yeah, I should have figured out where How old was he? Show me a picture. Oh my gosh. Where is he from? so freaking cute. His name's Zach Logan. Oh my God. Shout I didn't out to Zach. realize they had so many good looking men working at the drag brunches. Okay, so this guy was straight too. Cause I was like. You, you questioned oh, yeah. it for a like second? Within five, no, no, within five minutes, I was like, you're not gay. I'm going to need you to send me a screenshot from yeah. across the table right now. Wait, that's not so a good, I wait, can hold on. See. That's not a good picture of him. Okay, no, that's fine. I feel like that's classic. Hold on. He doesn't take good pictures. Wait, yeah, no. That's, no a, that's a picture that pictures. he like took of him. Like, I guess somebody took. Of him. Yeah, so no, not a good picture, but oh my gosh. Okay. That's the classic. Look, that's okay, him wait, with Mary Michael. Let's see, let's see. Oh my God, she's showing you. Oh my God, he is cute. I'm telling you. He's like, really oh my cute. gosh, yes. Okay, I wait, die. now I have to I go find him die. on Instagram He's and see hilarious. if we have any mutual. What is it? Is it Zachary with a K? With a K. Zachary Logan. No, just, just Zach Logan. This is what we do, by the way, girls. When your girlfriend decides that she likes someone, you go find him. Yeah, Ugh. look. Yeah, we have no mutual friends. Look at this. Okay. He is cute. He gave me a kiss on the cheek. Oh. <laughs> And Danielle me? gives him a dollar dollar bill. I know. Well, he was not one of the drag queens, obviously. Of he, not. he was just our server. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, we were all paying way more attention to him than the actual than the girls. actual drag queens. And oh then the, the queen started getting like they kind of got a little upset, but it was so much They're like fun. attention on me, first of all. Right. Yeah. So again, drag brunches are so fun across the board. Whatever city you're in, I'm sure there's Different brunches There's available. Yeah, so Bohem and Hamburger Mary's is a good option for Houston. Where is Bohem? Bohem is in uh, Montrose. Okay, well, so Hamburger Mary's is um, in Montrose kind of by Postino's. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I see it every time I go to Postino's, and I'm like, ugh, I really want to go to brunch there. So that would be a great option for drag queen brunch if you're doing a Houston bachelorette party. Yes. Love it. Or maybe you're not celebrating a wedding at all. You or your friends. We're all just single, ready to mingle. It's fine. We still do Bayou Bar Hopping coming up after the break. Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Ladies and gentlemen, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is about to be the first weekend since the state of Texas has officially 100% opened up. I, yes, I think so. Danielle's doing the math in her head right now. We opened up. You March. know those memes where Hold it's on. like all the like the chalkboard and it's like all the whites like you know X Y Z Z. You're like, hey, and I'm blah, blah, blah. like, uh, yes, I think it is. I if think it's it not, is. it's definitely one of the very first. And if you're a St. Patrick's Day celebrator, which we all should be, it was on a Wednesday this week, which in our minds, in the Hangry Girls, means you celebrate the weekend before, you celebrate on Wednesday, 
and you celebrate the weekend after. That's the rule of any holiday on a Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. And then you just keep celebrating all month long. <laughs> if it falls on a Wednesday, you celebrate the whole month of March. And that's the rule. So we're going to celebrate by going by you bar hopping. Our first spot is a new bar in Midtown. And I'm so excited to talk about this place because if you've seen my TikTok or you've seen my Instagram, then you know that I have posted about a place called FAO. Yes. For amusement only. Okay, so you've kind of been telling me a little bit about this off air and how cool it is and how exclusive it is. And it sounds so exciting. So step by step, walk us through. Yeah. So first and foremost, this place is upstairs. Um, It used to be, if y'all are familiar with uh, what the bar third floor used to be, it was like an upstairs bar. It was like the happening bar. It was like the happening bar like four years ago. Yeah. So this replaced third floor. Okay. And so you have to have a code to get in. They have like Mm -hmm. a little box where you type in the code or you can have a key fob if you like get to know the bartenders and stuff. But anyway, so in the bio of their Instagram has the code to get in. Okay. So once you get in, you go up the elevators to the third floor, wink, wink. (laughs) And then it opens up to this, like, basically it's like a Dave and Buster's look in place because there's a ton of games. There's skeetball, there's pop a shot, there's big game hunter. There's all these different games. And then there's this massive bar area where they have a ton of really cool cocktails that they're doing. It's so, so cool. So I did see your TikTok of this, which super fun, by the way, if you don't, if you follow Danielle on Instagram and you don't know, she also has a TikTok at Hanger Houstonian. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm really trying to pump up my TikTok. Yeah. I'm, it's super fun. And then you get to see visually, cause I always see the pictures that you post and the stories, but it's nice to kind of get like a point of view version of you going through these places and see, you know, what everything looks like. For sure. So I guess explain to me the code. Like what was you think their vision behind this was just having something a little exclusive, just something exclusive, something for people to feel like if you bring an out of town guest, you can be like, like, oh, you got another code. You know, like the past few years, there's been those places that are like speakeasies where there's like, oh, you need a code, like Mm -hmm. say the passcode to like get in or whatever, you know, like it kind of made you feel like very like exclusive and stuff. But again, it's in their bio. So everyone can see it. And obviously everyone can get in. Everyone is welcome. Yeah, but all you don't things. have to tell your out of town guests when they come in. You yeah. can make it seem like, right. Yeah. You know like, a guy I'm who so knows cool. A guy. Let me just type in 21. Yeah, exactly. It's like 2021 pound like, or something right now. So pretend like you're super connected in the city of Houston and type in the code. Like, get it memorized and just go boop, 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 <laughs> and come up. God, I think that's so fun. There's been a lot of places coming out, it seems like. You know, Cidercade that opened up? No. Oh, yes, yes, Cidercade, yeah. yes. Yeah, I want to go. Have you been? Okay, so I've tried to go a couple times, and the line has legitimately been wrapped all the way around the building, Like it's in, which tells me it's amazing. Like, it looks like it's incredible, but the line is over an hour long. Like Where is it? Every single time. It's in Edo. Okay. So it's a great location. It looks from their Instagram, super fun. Obviously, it's really popular or there wouldn't be that long of a wait. But my point is that there's a lot of these places opening up with games. It's like these Dave and Buster-like places where you have something to do while you drink, which I think is a blast. I know. I think it's so much fun. Plus, like, their drinks that they have there are, like, super interactive. Like, one of their drinks is a YooHoo drink. Mm-hmm. Did you drink YooHoo growing up? The chocolate milk? Yeah. We call it Yahoo. Yahoo? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, we Isn't always call it YooHoo, but I never drank it until recently. It's I mean, so weird. Like well, the, I say recently, I don't drink it now, but like from <laughs> this like cocktail. Like I've had it in a few cocktails, but like we didn't grow up drinking it. We drank like just chocolate milk. Right, right. Is that a cocktail they have? Yeah, so it's a cocktail. It has like a rum chata in it, in it oh, I, okay. I believe, with the YooHoo. Yeah. So what do they have FAO standing for? Um, for amusement only. Okay, because, you know, FAO is like that big toy store. Right, exactly. And then FAO for that as well is for amusement only. Yeah, which is super fun. The FAO Schwartz, if you've ever been to New York City. It's oh, yeah, with the big super, piano super fun. stuff. Oh, my gosh, yeah. it's one of my favorite movies is big. So it's yeah. like bringing a little bit of NYC to Houston, but yeah. in the most adult, fun way possible. I think they're trying to definitely be like, it's like a playful bar. One of their cocktails, it has a, a like, it looks like a little bath fizz. You like drop it into like the, it's like syrup, simple syrup and like some other stuff, whatever. You drop the little bath bomb, quote unquote bath bomb, into the drink and then you pour vodka on top. Ooh. And it's so cute. Yeah, super cute. And then, of course, they have like margaritas, like spicy margaritas and like different stuff like that. Right. But those were like two of like my favorite. Oh, I, I forget. Okay. They have a sunny D. It's like, it looks <gasps> like a Capri Sun. Oh that my was my favorite. They call it the D. It's Capri Sun with vodka and it it is so good. That was my favorite. I feel like it's a child's, an adult child's wonderland because it's all the things you drank, the Yoohoo, Yahoo, whatever it was, and Sunny D. That's what you drank as a kid. And now you get to drink it alcoholically and do fun stuff with it. Oh, no, absolutely. And then they also have a uh, concession stand with like different food items. I mean, this is, it's like a very small list of food items, but they have like a Frito pie. They have some pizza sticks and some pizza and just stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. like quick, easy concession foods type things. But also the stuff you want when you're drunk. Right, exactly. <laughs> the greasy things and stuff. And this place is huge. Like it's really big. It's just so funny because I have so many memories like being in there from third floor. So like as we were like making our laps Weird. and stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, like I remember like this corner, like, you know, like it's just like, you know, yeah, I mean, I spent New Year's Eve's there, like all kinds of stuff. It's like a flashback. Yeah, for sure. So this place is super cool. Okay. And you said the code is in the Instagram bio if you want to check it out. Yes. I believe right now it's like 2021 pound or 2021 star key. But again, it's in the bio. Okay, cool. What is our second spot in Bayou Bar Hopping? So the second spot is a bar slash diner. Depending on when you go, this is a new place. It's called Hungry Like the Wolf. Okay. It's actually like right off of Washington. It's uh, on Studemont. Okay. And it's like all 80s decor, Mm -hmm. 80s theme cocktails, like Rubik's Cubes hanging from the ceiling, neon signs and lights and all kinds of stuff. So freaking cool. They have like boozy milkshakes. Right. But then they uh, they have some food options, like some chicken fried steak, like things that were popular like back in the 80s. I mean, obviously, Jesse and I were not Born in the 80s, but like there were some things that that were popular, like the TV dinners and the chicken fried steaks to the world's that like got really popular at the time. Right. And so I thought that this is really, really cool that this it's a bar and a diner. So, you know, you can go have a little bit of dinner and then also like kind of rage there as well. Yeah. What a genius idea and how funny that it changes the atmosphere like that so quickly. Right. But I love the way they have it decorated. That makes so much sense about having this bar diner. And where is it at? Okay. So it's off of a uh, Studemont. It's in this like little shopping center, mm-hmm. which is so funny because it's like I'd never. You never really, guessed it. I'd, yeah. I never go over there. But this just opened. But I would have never thought to put a bar in that shopping center but hey i mean it works yeah if it works it works so yeah 
super cool place. I love anything that's like 80s theme and yeah. stuff. I'm like, let me wear my neon and my like <laughs> leotard, right? So many fun new places to check out in Houston so far. I love this. I know. I'm super excited to see what, you know, what else 2021 holds. Exactly. Okay. So we have one final spot. Yes. Okay. So I think we've talked about this before, but I have to mention it again. Permission Whiskey. You know, I don't know if we've talked about this before. Okay, maybe we haven't. I wasn't sure, but I had to talk about it. Okay. I went a few weeks ago, and this place is my new spot. Like, really? I think I might. I love McIntyre's. I love Drift, but I think I might have graduated some. And I'm going to take a step up and go to Permission Whiskey, which is off of White Oak. This hey, place is awesome. And Look, I don't. I'm not a huge whiskey person. I drank espresso martinis all night there, right, right, and loved every <laughs> second of it. It has this really cool vibe, kind of like a a loungy feel to it. Um, they have a really beautiful bar area that's like lit up, like with like warm orangey tones and stuff. Great after dinner, uh, you know, drink spot. Or just, hey, let's go grab a drink beforehand. Or I mean, honestly, you'll probably find me there, like on the weekends because it is such a cool, cool spot for any age. I say any age range. I mean, I will say that it's probably like, you know, young professionals. This is definitely not going to be like 18 to, you know, right, right. Early twenties. Like you're not going to find them there, which is, I mean, to me, that's what I, I don't want necessarily. Right. So like I want like an order crown. So it is, it's, it's very cool. Great drinks, great atmosphere. It's crazy. I never thought I would hear you say that you're going to graduate from McIntyre's and drift. I mean, those are your staples. So for you to give it such a great hangry Houstonian stamp of approval, must mean that it's really that good, huh? Yeah, I mean, I say that, then I guarantee you my friends are going to be like, let's go to Max this weekend. But I did tell the owner of McIntyre's the other day, I was like, love y'all, but I need a liver break. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just do. I don't know. I Yeah, I'm probably going to stop going out for, I don't know. I'm having that endometriosis surgery in May. And so oh, I, think you are. I think I'm just going to stop going out until like after that. Yeah. Give yourself a little bit of time to get ready for it and then heal yeah. and relax. Yeah. I like want to just work out and get healthy and like mind right, all that stuff. It's so. like dry January, but we'll do it in April. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be dry April. Yes. Might as well. And it's not like you didn't go out with a bang. I mean, technically you partied it up in Vegas. Not Vegas, in Miami. Miami. Yeah, the Vegas of the South. So if you are going to do dry April, at least you went out with a bang, right? Right. Oh, trust me. I left it all on the field. (laughs) I left it all there. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. It's the end of St. Patty's Day week. I say that because St. Patty's Day fell on a Wednesday this year, which means we've kind of been celebrating all week long. And the best way to end a week of drinking is... With another cocktail. (laughs) Danielle, what are we making this week? Well, since I was just in Miami, I wanted to do something tropical and fruity. And honestly, man, that just, it sounds so good. So it is a pineapple mango rum punch. Mm. For this, you're going to need three ounces of pineapple coconut juice, three ounces of coconut rum. You can use light or dark. One ounce of mango juice, one ounce of orange juice, a splash of grenadine, lime slices, orange zest for garnish, and edible flowers if you're, you know, just bougie bougie. Oh, my God. Where can you even buy edible flowers at? Uh, That's a good question. That's something you'd have to order online. That's actually a pretty good question. I've never thought about that. I don't know. Siri, Alexa. I'm not that bougie. Where can I order edible flowers? We had edible flowers at our 
prom in high school and we thought it was like the bougiest thing in the entire world. Really? Disgusting. That's hilarious. That's so funny. In any case, back to our rum punch. So yeah, so step one, just combine all those juices together and the rum, stir it up, pour it over ice. Then you're going to add that color, right? So that you're going to add that like little bit of grenadine and stuff. It's going to fall to the bottom and give it like that really pretty like ombre look. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the next step is to garnish. Again, if you don't have the edible flowers, don't worry about it. Just drink it. Enjoy it. You don't need to make it super fancy and stuff. But it's like, you know, if you want to kick it up a notch, you can always add those flowers, the lime and the orange zest to it. But yeah. I mean, how good does that sound? That sounds a amazing. Mango pineapple rum punch. Yum. Rum punch is my favorite thing to get when I go out to restaurant or, really? you know, any sort of place that has a rum punch on the menu. Rum punches are normally pretty sweet and pretty fruity, which is my go-to when yeah. I get a drink. So I think they're great. They're different at every single place. You never know what kind of little garnishes they're going to put in there. Like the orange zest. I want to see how fancy and bougie these places get. Oh, heck yeah. And you know, it's so funny that... When I was in Miami, I was like, pina colada this, pina colada. And just like stuff that like I don't typically order yes. here, right? I'm like, vodka water, boring, lame. It's your vacation drink. Lame, exactly. Oh my gosh. And then it's like, I love those tropical drinks. So good. I need to like find more like cool places here in Houston that have like a tropical drink. I mean, I guess, you know, they we do have like those like the Lalo and, and those like Hawaiian yeah, places. Yeah, but when you go stuff. out, what does your brain say? Yeah, my brain doesn't necessarily go out to those places, but my brain's no. like, Oh, let's get a vodka, vodka tonic. tonic. Yeah. yeah. Vodka tonic, vodka water. Because that's what you oh, get, right. I feel, when you go out to the bars. But everyone, that's so funny. Everyone has a vacation drink. Oh, heck You yeah. know what I mean? You have the drink that you have when you go to the bar, wherever your hometown is. And then you have your vacation drink where when you go out, calories don't count. So you get right a million rum punches, pina coladas. I mean, whatever the menu has that says calories and sugar you drink it yeah but it's just i think i'm thinking about it now like i definitely don't enjoy drinking vodka water or vodka tonic i'm no, like no it's disgusting know. but you right. do it right I do it, yeah but like you suck it up these rum punches and the pina coladas of the world i love those so good you know who has a really good pina colada who? the marriott marquee hotel downtown oh, really? <laughs> oh my gosh they have this it's pina colada, but like their edge, like the rim, it has like toasted coconut on the outside. Ooh. And it is like, I mean, they really do toast that coconut up so nice to bring out like that extra sweetness. Yeah, oh it's that. so good. It has like honey too. Oh my gosh. So that good. That sounds incredible. Oh, so good. Yeah. My cousin stayed there like a few years ago and like I went and hung out with them by the pool and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so good. This drink is divine. We need more. We need to expand our choices when we go out. Cause I think these places that we're going to have options. Like if you ever actually, I don't look at the menu. That's the problem. If you ever actually look at the cocktail menus of the places we're going out, they probably have some really nice cocktails, but you get up there and you're like rum and Coke, tequila, water, Vodka Isn't that so funny? Like, yeah, I have a hard time. Like how we were just talking about like FAO. Like I'm not one to typically look at like the cocktail menu, cool cocktails, right? Like I typically just am like, oh yeah, let me get the basic, boring, boring, lame. But then there's these places <laughs> that have such cool, fun, we're missing out. cocktails. Yeah. If you are thinking of one of these places in your head right now, as we're talking about this, please send it to us on Instagram. Like we need the suggestions because clearly- all we're doing is drinking vodka waters and <laughs> vodka crayons and we're boring. So if you have any suggestions, please hit us up. Slide into our DMs at Hangry Houstonian, myself at Watt 965 or of course our podcast at The Hangry Girls 
podcast. And, you know, we give you a brand new cocktail of the week every single week. So if you miss it and you're listening right now on CBS Sports Radio 650, you can always go back and catch up on our podcast. We are on the radio.com app. So all you have to do is type in the code word hangry and it'll come right up. Or we could wake you up on Saturday mornings. Uh-huh. Good morning, 9 a.m. Just talk to your Alexa, Google Home, and say, turn on CBS Sports Radio 650 on radio.com. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. Okay. Danielle, the questions in your DMs this week have been all planned. Yeah. Everyone's been curious about, you know, where we stayed, what we did and stuff. So I've made a highlight reel of a few different places that we went to, like a kind of a breakdown list of uh, the different places and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, lots of questions about Miami. We had such a good time. I think that if you're going you know, plan to maybe have a chef one night, which is fun. Go out one night. We went to a place called El Toucan, and it was dinner and a show. Okay. Um, we did a pool party at, it's called SLS. It's, it's Hyde Pool. And I will say it was busy. It was busy, but we had our own cabana. So mm-hmm. we were like, get away, humans. You know? Right, right. Um, so that was nice. It was temperature checks when you walked through the door it was and COVID stuff. COVID safe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call this place COVID safe. There was a ton of people in the pool, but I didn't get it. We didn't get in the pool. We were like, uh, ladies, we're not, we're staying in our cabana. Like, you know, so we yeah. stayed around, we stayed away from everybody else, but a lot of fun. That was Hyde pool. And then again, that night was our chef because I got home from the pool party in went to sleep for about two hours as the chefs were cooking and then woke, woke up, up to for the eat food. and then went back to sleep. Oh, so before the pool party, we went to a drag brunch at the palace, which was awesome. Definitely, I think all bachelorette trips, doing drag brunches is just like, who doesn't love gay people that are like walking around in heels? Like love that for them. Love it. And so then we were also asked about bus rental, which was a lot of fun. It was BYOB. And yeah, we just popped around from like different restaurants and got margaritas and kind of played like it by ear through some of the other stuff. So where did you guys stay? We stayed at an Airbnb. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Would you suggest doing Airbnbs as opposed to hotels? I liked it better just because it was like easier access, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like with hotels, you're like have to like walk through the lobby and like up the elevators and like I don't know this it kind of made it feel like it was like our own condo like whereas not like staying in a hotel room per se so I I liked that better I think it's so interesting when influencers go on vacation because it to me it feels like you see the world through different eyes because there's so many more experiences when I see Danielle go on vacation that I would have never thought about doing and I think that's why you guys get so many questions about where did you stay? What should we do? Like, wh- wh- where's the most fun places to be is I'd be like, let's go out to dinner and go out to the bars. And you guys have all these way cool experiences and pictures that go up and where do I stay? And you know how to make it cost effective. And that's why I think so many people are always so interested. Even, you know, Danielle, you do food, but I swear to God, you could cross over into like lifestyle food blogger. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like the main basis of Hangry Houstonian is helping people live their best life, whether it's food, right? We always say like help, you know, living your best foodie life, but like it's just, it's more than that. You know, it's how do you live your best life in Miami? How do you live your best life, you know, in other places as well? So definitely not just food based. Like I want to make sure, you know, if I'm having a good experience at other places that people know like, Hey, this is like, was a lot of fun. So yeah. And it's great that when you go on these trips in these places that number one, you share it. 
And number two, you answer all the questions. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, it was my vacation as well. So like I wanted to balance it with not having to post everything, but posting some of the stuff that were like the high points of the weekend. Well, yeah, of course. So again, if anyone's trying to plan a trip to Miami or anywhere else, you can kind of rewind the episode on the podcast on the radio.com app. Make sure you take some notes, but make sure you're getting ready to take some notes right now because we are going to go through all the addresses of the places we talked about today to make sure that we make it easy for you and you don't got to go digging or do any research. So Danielle, let's start with our date night spots this week. Our first spot was at Roots, which is a new wine bar with that tapas as well. Mm -hmm. It's at 3107 Leland Street. Second spot was The Cook Shack at 4015 Washington Avenue. And third spot was the taco place, Pacific Coast Tacos at 6329 Washington Street. And then we planned your bachelorette trip. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a little Houston bachelorette party here. So Danielle put together some really fun things for us to do. Yes. So... My first idea was doing the bus rental. So the bus rental place, if you just do a quick Google search, you can type in open air bus. Yes, exactly. Lots of options. So I didn't put necessarily just one address down. I did see that cool bus Houston.com was, which was like a cool place. Our second spot on the bachelorette trip was splash painting and wine at 1208 West Gray Street. And then our third spot was Diva Dance House at 508 Picor Street. Super exciting. Can't wait to do that one. And then we went Bayou Bar Hopping. Our first spot on Bayou Bar Hopping was FAO for amusement only at 2303 Smith Street. And remember, that is on the third floor. You need that code to get up the elevator. And that's in the Instagram bio. Exactly. Got it. Second spot was the new bar slash diner called Hungry Like the Wolf at 920 Studemont Street. And then third spot was Permission Whiskey at 2920 White Oak super easy. We have another cocktail of the week for you. And Danielle answered a lot of questions about her Miami trip. And she also put up a little highlight reel on her Instagram page at Hangry Houstonian. If anyone wants to check it out. And as always, you can check out the podcast highlight reel as well. If you guys have any suggestions of places you want us to check out, or maybe a cocktail of the week you want us to try, all you have to do is slide into our DMs at HangryHoustonian at JessieWatt965 or our podcast Instagram at the Hangry Girls Podcast. We want to give a huge thank you to our executive producer, Sarah Frazier. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Cheers, guys. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry with Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. Make sure to listen Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on CBS Sports Radio 650, 95.7 HD3, or on the Radio.com app. Download it today.